unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. My name is Steve. I'm here with my co-host, The Irish Connection. And tonight is a little bit of a rant um, on a couple of topics. Uh, one that Blame Tag personally requested, so we're, we're going to get into that too. But this week, there was an article that was posted on Bloomberg. Now, I'll, full disclosure, I don't have a problem with the article. Okay, the article's fine. Um, we'll get into the meat and potatoes as to what my um, issue is with it. But having said that, we'll get started. Um, so let me pull this up here. Where'd it go? Here we go. So this is from Bloomberg, The Big Take. U.S. retail workers are fed up and quitting at record rates. The job is more complicated than ever and increasingly not worth the low pay. To be a U.S. retail worker in 2023 means fielding an onslaught of growing American anxieties about everything from high prices to politics. Increasingly, some workers say the job isn't worth the wages. Yeah. Uh, Low pay, erratic schedules, and monotonous tasks have long been a challenge for the nearly 8 million Americans working in retail. But the pandemic years have added a host of taxing new duties. Employees must cope with an uptick in shoplifting and customer... What is that? Orneriness? Yeah. So customer rudeness. Um, They manage online orders and run up and down the aisles to unlock items as, um, you know, something as simple as toothpaste. Now, in 2022, the McKinsey study found that the quit rate for retail workers is more than 70% higher than in any other U.S. industry. Uh, Yeah. And the COVID years made the problem worse. Before 2020, turnover for part-time retail employees who make up the bulk of in-store workforce hovered around 75% according to data from Corn Ferry. Since then, it's shot up to 95% and hasn't budged, which has times led to understaffed stores. Uh, you know, I really want to call out there <laughs> that it's not as much about people quitting for understaffed stores um, as the mantra is, you know, employees are more than a controllable expense. And that's a large part of the understaffing too is payroll cuts. Um, so let's go ahead and make sure that people are aware of that. Uh, the declining worker experience follows a tough decade for retailers. Stores that survived the retail apocalypse have had to find ways to cut costs and boost profits with fewer shoppers. For many, particularly small brands, that has meant reducing headcount or finding other ways to bring in money. Physical locations increasingly double as returns in logistics centers as companies build out hybrid online and offline services. The early years of the pandemic brought a slight respite as people stuck at home and spent their time and stimulus checks on online shopping, but that quickly gave way to supply chain issues the snarled inventories, and the era of high inflation. Much of this isn't unique to the U.S. retailers. All over have struggled to adapt to new shopping habits and the ebbs and flows in the economy. Cost of living crises have led to reported rises in abusive shoppers and crime in the U.K., Hong Kong, Australia, and New Zealand. Staff are unhappy. A recent survey of managers in the U.K. found absences on the rise. But U.S. workers tend to have fewer job protections and benefits and less leverage to improve their working conditions. Once again, the leader of the free world, um, the capitalist utopia, we're the ones with less leverage. Go figure. To hear rank-and-file retail employees tell it, working conditions started to deteriorate when they returned to the job after mandatory COVID lockdowns. 
Customers didn't particularly like being told to wear masks or forego free samples, but as health and safety protocols eased, tensions did not. We'll get into that, too. Um, nearly four out of five companies have seen a rise in guest on associate violence over the last five years. You know, large retailers say their annual apprehension of shoplifters climbed by more than 50% in 2022. And some of the stores here, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods, Nordstrom, and Dollar Tree all played up theft in their recent investor calls. Dollar Tree, that's a whole other story. And Blank Stairs will be on with us uh, in a few weeks to talk about her exit from Dollar Tree. So that'll be great. And then it says, many retailers are concerned about safety. I don't see it, but there's a nice little chart here. Um, the percentage of retailers surveyed that say dealing with violence and crime have become more of a priority compared to five years ago. Guest on associate violence, 77.6%. Organized retail crime, 70%. Mass violence, active assailants, 57.9%. Internal theft, 56.9%. Gun violence, 52.6%. Gift card fraud, 50%. Return fraud, 37.9%. Now, they go on to talk about how... Um, this one individual went to a new company and she was provided with de-escalation training. Now, um, if you're providing an employee who is most likely an hourly employee that doesn't carry keys, de-escalation training, yes, that's kind of good. But at the same time, the training needs to be get a manager over and remove that hourly associate from the situation, period, in the story. Don't care what the article says. Don't care what the stats are. They're not paid to put up with that. There's people in power that need to go handle it. Um, but Patrick Fennell, an assistant professor at marketing at Kennesaw State University, has found that less than 65% of lower-level employees have received such instruction. That compares to 82% of managers. There again, too. The training is not there anyway. So stop it. Just, just stop it. Uh, it says the majority of the folks we talked to were in the lower levels. They were not really familiar with how to adequately handle these situations. Step one, call the manager. Sorry. Um, that's what they get paid for. Uh, workers, for their part, are conflicted about their role. A 2023 study of frontline retail workers co-authored by Fennell found that 89% have negative feelings about stepping in when customers are behaving badly. Of course they do, because nobody wants to get shot. And, you know, Adam Ryan, who was on here from uh, Target Workers Unite, his quote was, you know, that's kind of like the basic cardinal rule. The customer's always right and don't upset them. Otherwise, you're going to have trouble with your management, even if you know it's not your fault. And that is correct. All right. And then finally, they go over wages a little bit. Says, uh, according to Bureau of Labor Statistics, 5% of retail employees were represented by a union in 2022. All right. So the, the case here they're making is retail is not as unionized as other business sectors. Um, that's a much smaller share than in many European countries where wages are higher and retail workers are more likely to have health insurance. Yet as their working conditions grow more difficult, U.S. retail employees are warming to the idea of union representation. The pandemic opened people's eyes, says the RWDSU's Applebaum. It's never easy, but people feel that organizing is more necessary now than they realized before in order to protect themselves at work. And this is retail wages are rising slightly faster than those in other industries, but retail employees still get paid a lot less than the median U.S. worker. From 2006 to 2022, the median wage for retail salespeople rose 55%, while U.S. workers overall saw a 52% gain. 
Since 2019, retail wages are up 21% compared with a gain of 16% overall. You know, it has the, the chart um, showing the retail wages. What's really funny is uh, when you look at the hourly rate, um, there ain't many out there paying $20 an hour. You know, definitely. And, you know, if you look at the median hourly wage for retail, it's still below 15. It is still below 15. Oh, that's about the halfway mark. So you're looking at like 1250, somewhere around there, 13. It's not enough. And it says still inflation has eaten a lot of that away, leaving workers questioning whether it's worth it to deal with such headaches when they're only making minimum wage. Yeah. So that that's the thing. And like I said, I, I want to go ahead and say, I don't have a problem with the article. Okay. I, I think the article was well written and it covered a lot of things, but as I was telling Irish and as I posted it on Twitter, we've been covering this for three fucking years now. Why is a reputable, you know, source of information, you know, of journalistic integrity, just covering it now? What was it, the slow news week? Did Elon not do something stupid enough? Are we tired of talking about the presidential campaign or whatnot? Sure, it was factual, and there's a lot of truth to there. But why now? Why you, you, We've been talking about this shit for three years and even before that there were others that were talking about it why is it important now i mean are are we are we lacking on clicks so having said that iris give me your take well like like you i thought the article for 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 once it was it was good to see one that was focused um on retail we hear and see a lot of these clickbait headlines that uh uh, you know, talk about the kind of nobody wants to work anymore mantra, um, but it's usually not specific to retail. So it was good to see it backed up with some some stats that appear to be at least uh, reliable. Um, what what I'll say is that uh, there was one stat that jumped out there that before the pandemic, it was seventy five percent of uh, the turnover rate was seventy five percent in for part time employees. I presumably they're talking about you know, in a 12 month period, it's not clear there, but and that jumped up to 95%. Well, like that, that, that is a damning, uh, uh, statement. Uh, like if you have a 95% failure rate to hold on to employees, you're the fucking problem. That's, it's just crazy. Um, the fact that it jumped from 75 to 95% post pandemic, like, you know, I, I, I don't think that retail is that different post-pandemic necessarily. I mean, there are some small differences, but mostly it's wages, I, I would suspect. That it's just, it just tip people over the edge. It's no longer worth putting up with what you have to put up with. And people are jumping ship more often. And the other thing that the article mentioned, uh, it was about unionization. I, man, I think this is where we're in this kind of perpetual problem where it's very hard to unionize people who don't plan to stick around. Yeah. Um, you know, when they're, when they're, when they're in a place and it's just hell and they're like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to get, you know, the first opportunity I get to get out of here, I'm gone. It's hard to unionize people like that. Like you're only going to unionize if you're invested in, in, in your tenure, you know, if you're going to stick around. Um, no, I don't know how the fuck you solve that, but, but yeah, you're right. It's uh, it's it's a curious kind of time. I'm a, if this came out in the middle of uh, when we were just you know recovering from the pandemic. This this is well post pandemic at this point. It's a bit uh, unusual. I don't I don't really see a 
a direct connection to anything else that they uh, were talking about. Um, but look, just just generally speaking, I, I would say now that it appears to be significantly worse in the States, some of those stats. I, I know I don't have the stats myself for, for, for Ireland, but I can tell you it's it's not as high as 75 to 95 percent staff turnover for part time. Right. It's, it's not that it's um, uh, so you guys have some I, I, that would I would suspect that you're it it pays proportionately worse over there i would imagine for the quality of life you get for work in retail as we've discussed before correct um and as well as that you you do you have some unique problems that i wouldn't have over here uh, like some of your urban centers i've i've been to many of them some of your urban centers are suffering from shit that we don't have at the moment like uh i don't want to be ever having to deal with crackheads at the scale that you guys are you know um that's that that's that's really and you guys some of them are armed we don't really have that problem either you know um yeah well look uh i no i I don't want to derail the conversation into something we we don't want to discuss here but you know it's just one of those things that uh it's a problem that you guys have that we don't and it has to be factored into the fact of why you might have a 95 percent dropout rate in a job right uh real quick philly essential we're saying hot in the solar speakers welcome uh, real quick, I want to go through the chat. We had a lot come through, Irish. Um, let's see here. Hybrid says they cut payroll at my company while doing resets for the season. Oh, yeah. That's not a quit rate thing. That's a controllable expense thing right there. And that makes no sense. But then again, most of what happens this time of year in retail makes zero sense, period. Um, let's see. Uh, Blame Tag says, for sure, our issue is scheduling people are willing to work the hours aren't there once again payroll budgets and that's where articles like this lose some credibility because i think overall especially if you've been in this business for a long time um there is this weird thing that goes on right before you go into q4 where the workload's extremely high to prepare for q4 but they reduce your payroll it is the most bizarre thing. It makes zero sense. You should have more bodies, you know, probably starting, you know, September 1st, you know, and then some crazy instances like Jesus's craft store where you're setting up Christmas trees the first week of August, you need payroll for that shit. It, putting, putting together Christmas trees, it isn't fast. You need people to do that. So, uh, hero says, uh, many retailers are concerned with being sued for violence. That's true. It's not about the employees. It's about, the company image. That's the other thing. You know, you can wrap it however you want. It's, it's more about a PR nightmare than anything. And I hate to say that it, it just is. Um, hybrid says, uh, um, in Greenville had like four suitcases full of stuff attempted to be taking out the back emergency door, but the woman walked right behind the building at the hotel and got caught. Yeah. That's where we're at. People going out, the, you know, going through stockroom doors you know, and, and looking for fire exits and stuff that happened to me at Dollar Tree. I mean, think about that. You're desperate enough to steal from Dollar Tree and go through the back door. I mean, it's, it's insane. Uh, TM Lynn says, sorry, I'm late. Hope I didn't miss much. Nope. You didn't. We just kind of hanging. Uh, hero says people feel it's a great idea to get PTO for being out sick after going through a worldwide pe- pandemic. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. You know, if you take your PTO take your pto um blame tags is reputable as a stretch of bloomberg yes i i get that and i understand but in the grand scheme of things 
it's, you know, it's up there with like Reuters and stuff like that. So, and like I said, I give them credit for reporting on it. I, I don't have a problem with the reporting. The reporting was fine. I really do. I mean, it's, it's just why now? I mean, it, it's just, it, it seems kind of suspect to me. It just seems like they needed a story and, um, you know, there's so much more you can do, you know, with, with, with retail. I mean, you know, whether it be a documentary, whether it be, you know, a major publication really taking time to dig in. Because, I mean, look, we're nobody, right? We've had, you know, uh, labor attorneys. We've had a senator. We've had people talk anonymously about the jobs they've been in. All these different things, right? And, you know, if if we're able to not monetizing any of this, take our time to do the research and, and field these kind of things. Why can't a major, you know, publication do the same? Uh, real quick, um, you know, the Serving Times is still the sponsor of the Retail War Zone, and I'm proud to announce that he, the, the Serving Times is, has a substack and blame tag. The link to the substack is going to be in the description of the video as well. It's already there. Check it out. So more places to get, top-notch blame tag reporting so there um let's see uh hybrid says customers are also ignorant when it comes to employee wages they think my company pays 15 for regular employees they only get paid 10 look the general consumer don't know shit about what we're making they think they do and and they're more concerned with the fact of they think that because in their idea they think we're making 15 dollars an hour that's the reason their groceries are too high. And why the hell are they paying people all this money and they have to use self-checkout? That's, that's what it is. Fuck the consumer on what they think about our wages. They have no clue. They're, they're, they're always going to think that it's getting passed down to them somehow, some way. That, that's, all, that's just what happens. You're never going to see on a daily basis a consumer walking to your location, ask how much you're making and say, oh, you should be making more. It's never going to happen. They don't care. They just don't. Um, let's see. TM Lynn says, at my store, we start people around 15, one of the top paying non-factor places in my city. We are non-profit. That's great. That is really, really good. Um, Blame Tech says, I wonder if it's just an article they were sitting on for a while needed to put something out. Can't imagine. Like you said, the normal Elon did what exactly? Um, Hero says, hire, 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 but don't have any payroll for him. Yeah, we're going to hire you. We don't care what the sign says. You get five to 10 hours a week. Thank you for playing. Um, and Mel says, at least they didn't use the term unskilled worker. We're going to get into that too. Um, TM Lynn says, people complain when employers limit PTO maximum. If your employer does and is not an insane high number, they are encouraging you to take it. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Blaine Tank says, new content next week. Uh, and Philly says, the general customer does not give a shit. That is correct. They do not. And blame tag says customers are allowed to have opinions on lots of things about our stores. Employee wages are not one of them. Correct. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm okay with, with the reporting now, um, going on the unskilled labor thing. I know there was a little dust up on X Twitter, whatever the fuck it's called now. Um, with blame tag, Mel, myself and Grace and Kent. And it was unfortunate what happened with uh, Grayson and I understand. But what's really interesting is, you know, I tried to have a conversation and I was asked my opinion on unskilled 
labor, et cetera. And I held my promise. I said, look, let me sleep on it. It's been a long day. I'll respond tomorrow. And I did. Blank tag. You saw it, I believe. Never heard a word back from the blue check at all. Didn't even acknowledge. Just, just, just insane. Insane. Because my thing was, you know, the term unskilled labor is, sure, there's a definition for economically, and that's great. But there's also perception, and there's also real world. And if you haven't been involved in all three of those things, you're not really quantified to have an opinion on it whatsoever. So, yes, can go fuck themselves. So, having said that, uh, before I get into the next little tidbit here, Iris, do you have anything you'd like to bring up or, or talk about real quick? No, because I know what's coming up, and I think that deserves more time. I'm going to let you loose on that, by the way, Irish. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm the, the, the rest of the show might be Irish, and that's okay. That's okay. So, Blame Tag had sent me a message about this individual, okay? And if there was an award for the dumbest fucking comments of the year that, that this this may win it so blame tag i sourced the video um yes it's the conehead i just want to say i was telling irish pre-stream looking at his pictures it's like if if you're old enough to know what 90210 is he is if you ordered luke perry off of wish.com but anyway so um, enjoy this, and we'll be right back. Here we go. I think the problem that we've had is that we've, you know, we, we have... People decided they didn't really want to work so much anymore through COVID, and that has had a massive issue on productivity. You know, tradies have definitely pulled back on productivity. You know, they, they have been paid, paid a lot to do not too much in the last few years. And we need to see that change. We need to see unemployment rise. Unemployment has to jump 40 50%, in my view. We need to see pain in the economy. We need to remind people that they work for the employer, not the other way around. I mean, there is a, there's been a systematic change where employees feel the employer is extremely lucky to have them, um, as opposed to the other way around. So it's a dynamic that has to change. We've got to kill that attitude, and that has to come through hurting the economy, which is what the whole global... You know, the, the world is trying to do, the governments around the world are trying to increase unemployment to get that to some sort of normality. And we're seeing it. I think every employer now is seeing it. I mean, there is definitely massive layoffs going off. People might not be talking about it, but people are definitely laying people off and we're starting to see less arrogance in the employment market. And that has to continue because that will cascade across the cost balance. Oh, boy. So could everybody hear that real quick? It's important. I need to know if you could. I heard it just fine. Okay. So I, I hate to do this to you guys. One more time with feeling just so you can hear it one more time. You might be thinking that real isn't real. Nope. You get to see it twice. Then we'll discuss. I think the problem that we've had is that we've, you know, we, we have, people decided they didn't really want to work so much anymore through COVID and that has had a massive issue on productivity. You know, tradies have definitely pulled back on productivity. You know, they, they have been paid, paid a lot to do not too much in the last few years 
and we need to see that change. We need to see unemployment rise. Unemployment has to jump 40, 50% in my view. We need to see pain in the economy. We need to remind people that they work for the employer, not the other way around. I mean, there is a, there's been a systematic change where employees feel the employer is extremely lucky to have them, um, as opposed to the other way around. So it's a dynamic that has to change. We've got to kill that attitude, and that has to come through hurting the economy, which is what the whole global, you know, the, the world is trying to do. The governments around the world are trying to increase unemployment to get that to some sort of normality. And we're seeing it. I think every employer now is seeing it. I mean, there is definitely massive layoffs going off. People might not be talking about it, but people are definitely laying people off and we're starting to see less arrogance in the employment market. And that has to continue because that will cascade across the cost balance. Well, so <laughs> let's look at the chat real quick. Um, TM Lens. Oh, he could fuck right off. I think CEOs need to find out they need us, us not needing them. Correct. Blame takes them angry. You made us listen to this wank stains bullshit twice. Hero says, kill that attitude by hurting the economy. What was he a CEO of? Oh, hold on. Um, Mel says, I'm actually feeling speechless after hearing that. And that never happens. Yeah. Um, that's, that's something else. So let's, let, let's delve a little further, shall we? Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you were on Twitter or anywhere, um, when the avocado toast guy, you know, he was telling millennials, if you want a house, stop buying avocado toast. Well, guess what? It's the same guy. Um, and yeah, there's the Jackie Chan meme. What did I just fucking read? Um, and this person says, I'll be real. I wish more CEOs talked this way. Labor would be far stronger and their lives far worse. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so this is basically what he said, you know, uh, in my view, we need to see pain in the economy. We need to remind people that they work for the employer, not the other way around. When there's been a systemic change where employees feel the employer is extremely lucky to have them as opposed to the other way around, it's a dynamic that has to change. We've got to kill that attitude. What the actual fuck, guys? So this guy has been getting crucified online. Check out some of these headlines. Property mogul says workers have become arrogant since COVID. Okay. From the mouths of capitalists, we need to see unemployment rise. Uh-huh. A millionaire CEO is getting ripped apart for saying workers are paid too much and massive layoffs will curb their arrogance. Millionaire CEO leads call to kill attitude of workers empowered by COVID. And this, this one is so choice. Millionaire boss Tim Gurner is slammed where it quote-unquote hurts the most on LinkedIn for calling Aussie workers arrogant as his obsession with staying young by biohacking is revealed. Wealthy capitalist accidentally makes a great argument for revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, this is some of the dumbest shit I think I've seen in a long time. A long time. Um... So to the chat, we go real quick. Um, Hero says, because he seems to have sucked all the arrogance up for himself. TM Lynn says a real estate and development group in Australia. I just looked it up. Correct. Um, 
He says, Dear Australia, fuck this guy. <laughs> TM Lenz is a manager. I'm lucky to have a great team. I hope everyone who works for this guy walks out. Mel's like, um. <laughs> Flame Tech says, When I'm working as a guillotine head collector, I'll be glad to have that job. Yep. Uh, put him in a ring with rabid kangaroos, hero, correct? Philly says, I'd like to see this CEO do all the work. Honestly, he'd probably be in tears after an hour at the register. Um, Mel says, idiots like this with shit for brains are the ones calling us unskilled. Correct. Correct. So a little background. You know, I, I did some research on him. Evidently, you know, his grandfather loaned him $32,000 and he worked seven days a week to save $12,000 to do his first real estate investment, which was a gem that he turned around and sold for a profit. And here we are. He also is extremely very vain and is part of a biogenics company where he takes upwards of 60 pills a day to remain youthful forever. I guess he wants to remain youthful forever. And, you know, like it's some kind of, CEO Highlander game where there can only be just one, but he keeps pissing people off like he is. He ain't gonna make it. It don't matter how many pills he takes. Um, <laughs> Hero says he'd be in tears the first dirty diaper in a cart. Yep. So having said that, um, Irish go right ahead. <sighs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> so, I I mean, uh. This guy is the poster child for why I'm here. He represents everything that is wrong with the attitude towards people like that, that, uh, that we're to be subservient and be thankful to our overlords that employ us. Um, and that, you know, you know, if we get out of line by daring to have a quality of life or or ask for a better standard of living, that we're to be reminded that, you know, who's who's really got the the power here that, you know, we'll have to raise unemployment because these these little guys are getting a little mouthy, you know, like how dare we be so arrogant to reduce productivity after we realized in a global pandemic when most of us were dropped like a hot potato if we weren't essential, um, that we might reflect on the fact that uh, what we do for a living to put food on our tables. Real quick, Irish. I hate to interrupt, but I just thought about this. Maybe Adam needs to send him these. True. Yeah. Um, that That is very true, actually. Continue. But look, he's like, he's just so uh, out of touch. I, I I quickly, I didn't realize he was the avocado toast pioneer, right? Oh, yes. Um, but uh, while you mentioned that, I just, I just did a quick Google there, right? And now this is a very quick Google, so these figures might not stack up exactly, but I'd say they're more or less right. So uh, avocados in Australia... Right. So it's in Australian dollars, it's 6.82 per pound. Okay. Now, I don't know what the exchange rate is, but it's, you know, not all that expensive. Okay. So I don't think that anyone would measure their consumption of avocados by the fucking pound. Okay. But it's about, let's just call it $10 US. Right. I don't know. The average week 
the average rent per week in Australia, in Sydney, their largest city, is 560 a week. A week? Uh, well, according to the first hit, hit on Google here. Holy so like, I'm shit. I'm correction on that. Well, Sydney, like Australia is notorious, okay, for, for, for their housing problem, despite the fact it's got plenty of land somehow. But look, it's the same in Canada. Like, you know, massive, <laughs> massive land for some reason. No one can find a property. But look, think about that for a second, right? How many fucking avocados per week would 560 buy? You know, this is the, this is the, like, it's very appropriate, actually, that the biggest dickhead on the internet right now is someone that has made their money on the backs of, of, like, raw, pure exploitation. Like, we can, like, you waste and I waste a lot of money on shit we don't need, right? But we all need to live somewhere. We can't avoid paying for uh, a place to sleep at night. We can't avoid, say, purchasing food. Now, you have a choice in... It's it's much easier to make choices in food, you know, because like, you know, you can cut out certain things, you could change your diet, whatever else like, but you know, you can't do that with a place like rent. So a guy that has has made his money off the backs of hardworking people has the audacity. You know, I mean, it, it, like his his attitude just reminds me of uh, the people that would complain about, oh, what wh- what are all these, you know, women talking about they want to vote, you know? You know, I mean, don't they know their place? You know, this is the type of attitude. He is so out of touch. I I, I don't know how. It, it, surely it's unsafe for him to be walking around on the street because, I mean, you know, the I don't think the Australians are, are you know, like that. There's a, there's a last generation there as well. They're in big trouble when it comes to the youth, you know, finding a place in the world because, you know, they, they don't have the student debt that you guys have. But yeah. and, and they're actually their economy is in a much better shape than than probably most of the Western world. But you still have a lot of people that can't do the basic shit that some people were able to do, even in retail, you know, which is find a place to comfortably live, you know. Right. And, and I did. Oh, this guy, he just represents everything. Well, that's wrong. Real with quick, the uh, from Financial Review, uh, he's evidently 41. He is valued at nine hundred and twenty nine million in the twenty twenty two rich list. Um, he has grand plans for his one hundred and fifty million dollar high end health, wellness, and anti aging brand, Saint Haven. Um. So yeah. So this dude is uh, he? He's something else. Uh. And I also just received. What is this? Um, he believes their housing crisis will be resolved when young Aussies inherit the incredible wealth from the baby boomers. Now hold the fuck up. So Hero just sent me this, and that is from 60 Minutes Australia. He believes our housing crisis will be resolved when young Aussies inherit the incredible wealth from the baby boomers. Okay, so you can't have it both ways. You cannot be like, we need layoffs and we need high unemployment and then expect the economy to survive and real estate to survive on nepotism. There's something really fucked up there. And and Hero just posted in the chat, the more I Google him, the more I want to do acts of violence. I am totally not that kind of vibe usually. 
So that's insane. So how can you be advocating? Because I saw a statistic that if if he got his just the shortest, the smallest goal on unemployment, that would put 275,000 Australian workers out of work. 275,000 fucking people out of work. Yeah, and, and as well as that, you know, that's that that's real people with, you know, families and homes and everything else, right? And for what? So that someone's Excel sheet is marginally, you know, more aesthetically pleasing to them. Productivity is slightly higher. You know, this, this especially when it comes to landlords and property, I have fucking no sympathy because there's nothing productive or good. You know, almost every industry produces something that people, you know, can get utility out of. Like, But, I mean, when, when it comes to, especially with your renting, like, it's just... You, you you don't always get a lot of utility you know you 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 end up paying for somebody else's investment or their mortgage or whatever and you don't have any say over how long you can stay there what you can do with the property and so on i mean man yeah like that like i'm not normally a violent person but i mean and i don't usually you know wish ill on people but i'm sorry that guy was on a fucking submarine to the titanic recently well like i'm i'm sitting here reading this i had this cuz I, I wanted to go over this while we were talking about him Um, this is his, he says that he is one of the guinea pigs for the club's $250,000 biohacking anti-aging packages that include an annual full body MRI, brain scans, and monthly blood testing. He says, I get about 250 different tests of my bloods, which will say this month you're deficient in vitamin D, your testosterone is up or down. Then the physios, dietitians, doctors on call set my regimen. He says, I take about 50 or 60 tablets a day. It's always very specific to my latest results. Um, Vain much, bitch? You know, think about this for a minute. He's got a a $250,000 package. And we have people with terminal diseases who can't afford treatment that could save their lives. And he's in here talking about um, we want you to live to 100, but not just live to 100, but live to 100 feeling amazing. That's the aim. We got people out there. We have parents who have children who have terminal illness who they'll never see him reach teenager. Fuck this dude. Man, no, this guy sounds like he's... Look, if if I read this... Uh, it, it, I, I I swear I, I would be thinking did blame tag write this shit exactly you know, it's it's so out of fucking touch this guy sounds like he should be visited by three fucking ghosts at Christmas like are you fucking serious how out of fucking touch are you I want unemployment to rise because you know people need to learn their their position in in, in society and they need to to, to you know, where the what planet is this guy. Living on, where, oh. like you think so few little of people to think like that. There's some great comments. Philly says, if he wants all these people out of work, who does he expect to buy his shit? Batman? Yeah. TM Lens, hypochondriac, and Blame Tag nailed it. This is the thing we haven't connected the dots on. Good job, Blame Tag. Live to 100, but never retire. So he he's in one article talking about we want to live to 100 and live to 100 to be great. Uh... Okay, are you still going to work, fucker? 
Yeah. Right. I mean, his his sort of mentality is, uh, and the actual real world kind of repercussions because of of, of um, how he runs his business and how not necessarily retail, but a lot of the corporate world are almost sociopathic at how they approach. You know, control like this. This guy's the definition of what a controllable expense is. What what he wants that we are only controllable expenses. We are to be, you know, taught a lesson and realize we're we're getting out we're getting out of line here, asking for you know better pay for what we do for a living. Well, uh, I, I want to do something real quick. He he seems vain enough that if somebody sent him this shit, he might watch it. I just get that vibe, right? So Tim Gurner, if you got the fucking you know anti aging balls to come sit down and have a chat, we'd love to fucking have you. Don't give me no shit about a time zone. We've had people on Australia before live too. You'll just be from the future the next day. And it seems like you're all about the fucking future. So, um, Mr. Live Forever, um, I'd love to have you sit down and talk about what your idea is about labor and what's unskilled and what isn't and why people are arrogant. Because I'm pretty sure during the pandemic, you were not in some fucking store somewhere risking your life because you were told you were essential. Oh, fuck no. You were probably sitting on your yacht in the fucking ocean like, oh, let the peasants handle it. It's like the military says. If they die, it's acceptable losses. So fuck you. If you, you got the balls, come on. Because I, I would imagine with your anti-aging shit, your balls should be pretty young. So, so, so come on. We'll, we'll, we'll have a good time. Um. Rant over. Continue, Irish. Well, look, I think I think it's obvious what, what, what position is, but like, like he's also just incorrect. Like that, you know that that the 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 economy needs to be hurt. Uh, you know to 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 get rid of this attitude that pe- that people have. I, I'm perfectly content that people are beginning to question: Is this worth the money? In every occupation i don't care what you do like you know are you being you know paid adequately for what you do uh obviously i don't think that's the case in the majority of retail but you know it, it's uh applicable across the board but like the, this idea that you know that he, he did mention there that the you know the, the governments of the world are trying to raise unemployment like I don't think so. I think most of them are trying. They've got much bigger fucking problems, and it's a secondary consequence of what they do. Um, like retailers across the United States, at least, are are crying out for for workers, and they haven't put. They, they still won't face up to the fact that it's very easy pay them better and improve the conditions in you know in the stores that they work. Um, but that's just deemed too expensive again a controllable expense well it's easier to put up with a 95 percent fucking turnover rate you know he, he made the comment in in his statement about people got arrogant after working through covid what the fuck did he do during covid it wasn't like you were selling fucking real estate where were you fucker seriously collecting rent right collecting rent you know, making money off of other people. And, and and you could talk about how, oh, I'm so brilliant. I became a landlord and blah, 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 blah. Um, Yeah, whatever. There's no effort in that. And I, I would bet, you know, with you being so hung up on aging and whatnot, you were probably cowering in a corner somewhere, scared of any fucking piece of dust that came near you while they were hardworking, 
needed the paycheck people in your home country that were deemed essential, who were fearing for their fucking lives to make sure that you were okay, precious. So... Yeah, he seems as crazy as Howard Hughes, except Howard Hughes actually produced things that people fucking, you know, wanted, needed, and there was demand for. This guy's just exploiting a position. Like, you know, I don't begrudge people that make, you know, you know, millionaires out of themselves. Yeah. Um, but I, Keep I, your mouth I don't shut. like the, well, I don't like the arrogance when it's, right. um, you, you know, okay, too. try it again. Start now, you know. I would try it again without your 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 loan from from whoever you got it from, you know. Start at the bottom, at twenty years of age now in Australia, you won't get on as as, as easily. Like yes, people with drive and ambition will tend to do better anyway because they just have that inherently in them. And he probably would maybe do better than what, but like it's not going to be as easy when like a fucking apartment is going to cost like twenty years salary at minimum wage or more. Yeah. I mean, but but he, the, the fact that he tries to say that, you know, basic, I mean, let's call it what it is. He's looking at lower income workers. He's looking at retail. He's looking at grocery. He's not looking at like CEOs and stuff when he says this, saying that they're the arrogant ones when he's so fucking arrogant that, you know, whatever, um, blame tag, I need you to send out the orcas to find out where his uh, yacht is. But, I mean, it's so short-sighted. And and honestly, worldwide right now, the real estate industry is not doing well. It sure is fucking doing well here. Um, you know, he, you, you, he's made his wealth on a constant bubble. That if that bubble bursts, he loses everything. But he wants to talk a bunch of shit. Now... I would love to know what kind of physical labor this fucker has ever done his entire life. I'd like to know if he's bagged anybody groceries. I'd like to know if he's stocked the shelf. I'm sure he would tell us all that he's above that, you know, but you you can't have it both ways. You can't be the arrogant one in the room and telling the people that risk their lives to serve you. They're the ones who are fucking arrogant when they're asking for better. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, and look, it's I know his perception will probably be that you know we're envious of his position or whatever else. Like, there's there's lots of self-made millionaires that I don't have a problem with, like, uh, like you know because you know even the household names that we all know, um, you know most of them don't come across with this level of arrogance. It's just this is there's no humility in this. It's just he no. just oh my god, it's just the he's he's like a fucking character that blame tag or Charles Dickens would fucking make up. It's absolute lunacy. You're right. I mean, because who in their right mind stands on a sits, sits, mind you sits on a stage with a forehead, the size of the Eiffel tower saying we should make people unemployed. (laughs) Who does that? Okay. We don't want Okay. Here we are. All you fuckers are arrogant now in, in, in the workforce. You don't deserve a job. What kind of Mensa bullshit is that? Fucker wouldn't make it where I work. Ain't no way. I'd love to have him work side by side with me for one shift. Take 120 fucking pills. Don't care. You're going to be ready to die when you walk out the door. And I love what I do. 
So come on, you know, and it, it's, it's so hypocritical. And the fact that his concept is I want to inflict pain on roughly 275,000 fellow countrymen for my own gain. You're right, Irish. It's amazing. He's still walking around. I don't know. I mean, like, it's just, he just seems like just, the, he's the type of lunatic, 120 pills a day. I, I, I mean, at least somebody is, 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 I mean, this guy's supposed to be a great, in, you know, in, in, investor. I mean, like someone is selling he got him fucking, fucking lucky, man. Like, Look, he got fucking lucky. Yeah. That, what he's done is ingenious. He was at the right place, the right time, invested in the right thing at the right time. It's not rocket science. What's his college education? You know, according to Hero, as she's been watching, you know, researching this while I've been online, he started going to the gym at 6 a.m. It's starting at age 19. What, 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 what's your education? You, you got some money. You, you figured out how to flip shit. That's, that's not, you know, I could do that. Yeah, if I, somebody I, get Irish, if somebody gave you $32,000 right now and you got to invest it in something that you could flip, I'm pretty sure you could fucking do it. Well, exactly. And like, you know, I'm, I'm not all that familiar with the Australian economy, but it, it is different. It didn't have the same, like, um, uh, trajectory as, as as the rest of the Western world when things went to shit around zero eight. Now you know, but like we had a huge amount of that in in Ireland when things were you could get easy money from the bank for from the mid nineties to the maybe two thousand and six seven. But like, where all you had to do was have a job, and you can go in there and get not unlimited money, but a stupid amount of money. And people were the reason it worked is that people were flipping. You had people in their mid twenties owning you know, tens of houses and they just flip and flip and flip. And next thing, you know, people were doing really well and everyone get in on this because everyone's like, you know, people that didn't even finish school were were, were, were like on paper millionaires right. by the time they were, in, before they were 30. And people who were like, you know, busting their ass in offices that, that, that missed out on this were, were getting envious. And, you know, and next thing you know, it was a free for all. And we got hit hard now we had the fucking imf bail us out in ireland that's how fucking stupid we were with money i mean with this you know we our country broke as in nothing left nothing in the bank your wages could not be paid type of fucking broke and it was all on speculation so i'm hypersensitive to people that exploit this because i know what the what it fucking feels like. I was in the middle of it. I didn't, I never had any loans, never took out any of that. But I, you know, I was in the middle of that and I fucking lost a job over it because everything went bust. You know, it was, we had shocking levels of unemployment overnight, you know, and we never, ever recover from that. Wages were stagnant from that day forward, you know, and it's yeah. just, and, and it's because of dickheads like him who exploit, and they don't produce anything. That's the thing with landlords. You don't produce shit. No, he doesn't you, produce a fucking thing. No, it, at least, at least Steve Jobs gave us a fucking iPhone and Bill Gates gave us a PC. What the fuck uh, did this guy do? Exactly. And, and, you know, I'm looking at, boy, this, this has pissed people off. Um, Abbott says, I take five pills a day and it fucking sucks. He can have his cocktail. Um, blame tag says, Steve, if he comes on here, you'll have to ban me from the chat. Hero says, same as blame tag for me. TM Lynn says, nah, nah, have blame tag on. Yeah. I think chat would have to be completely shut off for that one. Um, and I'm with Mel. No one should be banned. If he's going to say stupid stuff, he should be able to take what he gets. Fuck yeah, Mel. Bring the heat. 
Um, but, but I mean, I look at it and I look at what's going on, like real estate wise. Oh, and yeah, Mel, she used the famous one, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Come on forehead. Anyway. Hi, my name is Mr. Moorhead. Anyway. Um, but we'd break it. Hero says, yeah, you'd break the chat, but boy, it would be good. Um, you know, I just look at it like the real estate market here in the United States. There, there's a lot of stories about, you know, mortgage, um, you know, lenders, uh, you know, employees in that sector, they're starting to get laid off because the real estate market here is, it's not as good as people want to think it is. It's great if you've got a lot of money to invest. It's not if you're an average person, all right? But this dude, I think if he was in the United States operating, he would already be destitute and be wanting to go back home. I, I don't think he'd make it here. Um, especially if he was like a real estate agent in the South, he, some guy named Bubba would have taken him already out in the backwoods and, uh, like they'd find his remains in a, um, a moonshine distillery somewhere, but he, uh, wow. TM Lynn says he'd totally bail during the show. If he saw the chat, we would hurt his feelings. That's all right, man. I've got my feelings hurt in my entire fucking life. You know, do you, out of those 60 pills you take a day, do you have a, a, a non-crying pill that you'll be all right? take take the 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 criticism doesn't bother me pill you'll be good you'll be good so who oh boy iris has been it's been a while since we got fired up honestly yeah uh, <laughs> i i i've missed it I, I i've enjoyed the last couple of episodes though like they like uh, having adam on, on uh, last week was good and 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 like th- this has given us to kind of a chance to kind of recalibrate what <laughs> the, the purpose of right, right. Uh, of our rants. Like yes, it's it's cathartic and it's good and everything else, but like, but you know, uh, it serves as a platform to kind of um, put on record uh, the thoughts of people working in the retail industry um, <laughs> for the further future. Because um, now this guy's going to get railroaded from. I mean, who the hell is going to come to this guy's defense? There is no defense. I, I haven't said, hey, look, nonsense. if he's getting railed on LinkedIn, nobody's on his side because LinkedIn is like well, yeah, sure. the buffet bar of bootlicking. Oh, it is. It's like, yeah. It, it, I, I, but like, you know, it's, it's just um, like, I think everyone is, it's it's very rare that that globally things, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't know about blame. I've never seen Reddit United on anything. They couldn't agree on you know, the, 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 they couldn't agree on the color of the sky on Reddit, but like it's unanimous in every platform, Twitter, Reddit, LinkedIn, and anywhere else I've, I found this guy. I, I've never seen so it's so one-sided, it, you know, and, and rightly so. The guy's talking out of his ass, you know, um, and like we're not playing Sim City here, you know. Like this, this isn't a game. Like you're you're talking about you you want you with a straight face. You said you want to double unemployment, and you said that translates right. a quarter of a million Australians unemployed. Yeah. For what? So we we so we increase productivity to make your shares or investments or whatever marginally go up, and, and we learn a lesson, you know, to stay in our lane. You know, don't be asking for. Jesus Christ, man! This is—it's uh, one the one of the headlines that you put up on the screen there a while ago. This is the shit revolutions are made of. Like you be damn careful. right. Like this, are you 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 are teetering on the edge here. You you, this is the sort of the stuff that makes people snap, going fuck this. This isn't worth it anymore. Well, like, you know? I, I just want to throw out there real quick when the audio goes up, 
the the title of the audio episode is i mean obviously it's gonna have characters in it because i can't put it but it's going to be fuck tim garner that's going to be the name of the episode <laughs> fair enough well yeah and yeah but like i mean it's just, look we uh it, it's 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 nice to vent and, and kind of uh you know get get sort of the stuff on uh, off our chest and on the record and stuff like that but but seriously like this this is one of the most out in touch individuals i've ever heard and I am, I am surprised at at that he's able to say that with a straight face in front of a room full of people who presumably pay rent, you know. Right, That's crazy. right. So having said that, we're at man, this timed out perfect. We're at one hour and nineteen seconds. That's awesome. So, real quick, I'm going to kind of wrap some things up here. Look, as far as Warzone goes, I mean, tonight's a rant fest, and we're going to have these from time to time, but we're going – things are going to start be a little bit more streamlined and a little bit more pro, a little bit more discussion-oriented. I'm going to get back on, you know, trying to have guests and things like that. Um, the therapy sessions aren't going away. That's going to be where we rant and raise hell. Now, if by some chance this dude, um, you know, wants to come on, I mean, I doubt he's got the balls to do it, but I mean, maybe he will. Maybe he comes on and he speaks for 15 minutes and turns off his feed and says, fuck you and walk off. But Tim Garner, come on, deal with some Southern folk. Make you some, look up how to make sweet tea. Get you some sweet tea, put it in a jar with some ice, sit down, have a talk with us. And uh, we'll see how soon we can make you cry. But having said that, Going forward from this, it's going to be a little bit more serious and whatnot. And, you know, Irish and I have talked about this. Um, Irish, I haven't really mentioned this to you. I, I think we will get into this year, you know, maybe not, maybe going into next year, you know, short form videos where you and I just hook up like one day and we talk about a topic and we make a 15 minute video and put it up or whatnot. But the therapy sessions are staying. Um, and that's going to be the free for all where you can say whatever you need to say. If you have suggestions or whatnot, please let me know. If you have people that you know want to talk, please let me know. We'll do that as well. So before we go, Irish, um, any last words from you, sir? Uh, I'd just like to ask uh, Blametag if he could check his inbox on Reddit. That would be great. I sent him a message, or at least I <laughs> hope I did. Uh, so that's just one thing. That's all. Awesome. And make sure you go check out uh, the serving times on Substack. Thank you, Blametag and Area, for turning me on to that. Uh, I will be delving into that here soon. There's just not enough time. And plus, I'm kind of lazy. I had a really rough day at work yesterday. I didn't do anything today. Sat around. I was sore all day long. It sucked. But having said that, everybody have a great evening. Go out there, eat some avocado toast, and we'll see you next time.